Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Friday afternoon, here we go. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Another day, another change on the Ole Miss football coaching staff. Another day, another 24 hours without an update on (laughs) Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg Jr. Another day, another transfer coming into Mississippi State. Another day, more quotes from the NCAA that are probably meaningless, although I think there are some people who are saying some things that have actual meaning. We roll into a weekend in which we've got four pretty entertaining football games in the National Football League. Bruce Marshall will stop by coming up a little bit later this afternoon. We'll chat with him about those games and maybe a little college basketball as well. CBS Sports' Josh Edwards will join us to talk about his most recent mock draft, a Food Friday presented by Polk's Meats, who uh, remind you that uh, there are no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. That and maybe a few other things coming your way this afternoon on the old Sports Talk Mississippi. It is good to be with you. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com, Pearl River Resort, the home of the sports book at Time Out Lounge. If you want to connect with us, if you want to be a part of the conversation, you know that we welcome that. On the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Let C Spire handle the managed IT services so you can focus on your business. Learn more at cspirebusiness.com. Oh, by the way, we've got SEC basketball happening this weekend as well. What's up, boys? And we're going to break down the uh, World Cup qualifying roster drop that just happened, too, right here on Sports Talk Mississippi. There were about 17 items that were just recently outlined that might be talked about this afternoon. 16 of those were true. I'll let you know which one is not going to actually happen after the break. Hey, Dan, what's shaking? Heck of a tease there. Not a lot. Indeed. Not a lot. You know, it's another busy uh, Friday worth of sports, and gosh, we got a lot to talk about and a lot to look forward to this weekend. Hey, serious question. Has anybody ever... I, I, actually, I would love to know this question. Forget football, forget sports. Has anybody in this audience taken a class as a full-time student at Mississippi State, Old Miss, and Southern Miss. Have any of you done all three? Hmm. Because there's a chance that a football player does all three. So I want to know if he is the first person that we can track down that has done all three, taken classes as a full-time student, not online, not one class here in the summer. I'm talking about you moved to town and were a student 
at the University of Southern Mississippi, Mississippi State University, and as some recruits love to call it, the University of Ole Miss. Has anybody out there done all three of them in your life? I feel confident that the answer to that is not only yes, but far more common than perhaps you would imagine. However, I am not one of those people. I would love to know and hear why in the process and stuff, because that's interesting to me. And where do your allegiances lie when you do that? you got to think that. you got to have somebody who transferred from one to the other and then got their master's at the third. It's got to be. I'm sure there is. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could absolutely see somebody that started out at Southern Miss, transferred to Mississippi State, and went and got an MBA or a law degree from Ole Miss or started out at Mississippi State, ended up going and getting a master's degree at Southern Miss and then decided to go to med school or dental school and went to UMC, which is under the Ole Miss umbrella. Yeah, I, I would absolutely believe We've that's had, happened and is more common. Than we've we had think. coaches coach at all three, so why not? Yes. Has yes, Terrell Buckley coached true. at Southern Miss? Has not. We'll see if we can get there. Hey, get him to Southern Miss and Jackson State. Just do all four. Tony Hughes has coached at all four. <laughs> Melvin coached at, at, at three of the uh, he coached at three of them. He didn't coach at uh, at, at Jackson State, but yeah, Jim uh, Carmody. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. We begin with the uh, the news from uh, the Ole Miss coaching staff. Uh, Terrell Buckley not going to be back. Uh, he put a statement on Twitter that said he and Ole Miss had mutually agreed to part ways. Read into that whatever you will. You can read into it what it what you think it says. Sounds to me like Lane Kiffin told Terrell Buckley he wasn't going to be coaching at Ole Miss anymore, and then they worked something out where they finished out his contract, and as a result, he says we mutually parted ways. And <laughs> We started talking about this back in November, right? I think it was back in November where when we said staff changes are coming, this was one that was, was in mind, at least in my mind, when that was referenced on this show. This Of all the staff changes that have happened since the Sugar Bowl for Ole Miss, this one is not like the others. We can put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Everybody else that has left has left for another job. You can do the, it was a better opportunity, it was a lateral move, it was a move down, they didn't like Lane Kiffin, they thought it was a career advancement opportunity, all those things. You, you can do that with all of those, and you can kind of spin it into whatever you want it to be. That's fine. I, I'm not trying to convince you one way or the other. This one was, yeah, you're not going to be part of the staff anymore. And Terrell Buckley's guy's been a bunch of places, right? And... Great NFL career. Coached at Florida State, coached at Mississippi State, coached at Ole Miss. So we'll uh, we'll see where that uh, that goes. But it doesn't change the fact that there has been a huge amount of staff turnover in this offseason for Lane Kiffin. I saw a Offensive and defense. Kiffin only has now two coaches remaining from his original staff. Yep. Derek Nixon, Chris Partridge are it. Yeah. That's right. And Derek Nix this offseason was elevated to assistant head coach 
And Chris Partridge was elevated. Well, I guess he was already co-defensive coordinator, but it feels like he's going to have more responsibility uh, than he had when DJ Durkin was on the staff. And yeah, everybody else has come and gone. Yeah, title didn't change there, but uh, responsibilities and financial compensation have yeah. shifted. And it's sort of similar to when nice. Manny Diaz and Chris Wilson were co-defensive coordinators, but Diaz was calling the defense. Then when Diaz left, they bumped up Chris Wilson, and he was calling the defense. Yeah. Yeah. This is more than you have in most off seasons. I mean, I guess there is a, a reasonable question that can be asked. Is there reason to be concerned with this much staff turnover, or if it's just kind of, forgive a cliche, life in the big city? Can't it all be true? I mean, I, we'll find out, right? The, the, the most... Vanilla answer that we can give you, and probably the correct answer. I know it's it should be like sports talk radio guy. This is a disaster. Kiffin's losing the program is what we should be doing, I guess. But the real answer is the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Some of the changes probably because there is some truth to Lane Kiffin probably being more difficult to work with than others. There's also truth to the fact that guys have left for better opportunities. Like when Nick Saban calls you and wants you to be on his staff and you want to be a head coach one day, your answer is yes. Regardless of how happy you are at your current place, you want Nick Saban on your resume as an assistant coach. We've seen how that works out. It, it works out for everybody. Um, and it can also you, be you true. Know, it's funny you say that, Borky, because that that is the the position. That's the staff change for me that I looked at and go, mm, that one stings. Coleman Hutzler leaving, and and I know that Hutzler was the the special teams coordinator. I understand that he was valuable on the recruiting side of things, and for whatever reason, I I guess it's because. He's the guy that was named, although was never officially named, but he was the acting head coach on the sideline during the season opener against Louisville. When Lane Kiffin wasn't there, he missed the the opener because he tested positive for COVID. It was Hutzler who was the guy that was kind of responsible for talking to the officials. Now, Ultimately, the breakdown was Jeff Levy was handling the offense, DJ Durkin was handling the defense, and everybody just kind of operated in their sideline uh, silos. But in terms of communicating with the referee and kind of being the de facto head coach on game day, it was Coleman Hutzler. And I think because of that, I watched him differently than I watched some of the other coaches throughout the year. And, and look, I, I don't really know enough to, to know this other than talking to people and my own observations. And watching him and the way he interacted with players and just kind of the way he carried himself, I thought, that's a guy that's going to be a head coach. I I don't know when. I don't know where. But that's a future head coach. And I thought that was, of all the staff turnover, and I know DJ Durkin leaving is a big deal and Jeff Levy's living is a big deal, but those were kind of, especially the Levy thing, kind of inevitable. I thought Hutzler was the one that, they kind of stung the most when it was all said and done. But, to your point, when Nick Saban comes calling, you you kind of say yes. We'll be right back. 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. For the most part, looking fairly decent. There is some congestion building up on 20 at the stack westbound there from 55 south over to Gallatin. Also some delays on 220 southbound there at uh, the intersection where 55 south and 55 north merge to 220. So be careful. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. Sleep. Worrying about low CD rates? Do I have enough money to retire? Is my principal safe? IRAs. Don't worry. I can help. And you can sleep better, too. Call David Cox. Direct. 601-594-8977. 601-594-8977. Now. At Bob Boyd Honda, we pride ourselves in getting our customers the best deals around. Usually, that means when we're selling cars. But right now... Bob Boyd is in the market to buy. We're offering top dollar for pre on autos, trucks, and SUVs. Come by, talk to our dedicated team, and discover what a great time it is for Bob Boyd to buy back your used vehicle. Any make, any model. Whether you're selling or buying, at Bob Boyd Honda, you get a deal. deal. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah! Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Good to be with you. So the Lane Kiffin and staff turnover conversation, I do think there's one thing that is pretty clear that I'm not sure really anybody has mentioned. Maybe some people have. 
When you have as many guys leave for other jobs as Lane Kiffin has had this season and last offseason, there's one thing that is cannot be debated. He's done a really good job hiring coaches. When you bring guys in that have opportunities to leave your place and go to Texas A&M and Miami and Oklahoma and Alabama and Oregon and, goodness gracious, wherever else, that means you don't have a bunch of bums on your staff. You don't have a bunch of dead weight on your staff. You've gone out and gotten guys that other people want. Now, would you prefer to have more continuity? Sure. Would you rather have those guys in place for more than just a year or maybe two years? Of course you would. But if you got that much turnover, that means you've got guys that are attractive to other people, which theoretically means you've got good coaches on your staff. And I'm not sure. I, I feel like the talking point has been, oh, guys are leaving like crazy, leaving Lane Kiffin behind. And that's true, right? I mean, that, that that's inarguable. It, it has happened. But at the same time, it points to the fact that Lane Kiffin's done a really good job hiring coaches, whether it was his original staff and the guys that left last year or kind of the second iteration of his staff and the guys that have left this year or what it looks like next year if he has four or five guys leave after the season. Because he's bringing in good people, good coaches. So now he's, but now he has to do it again. You know, he brought now his, he's got to do it again. The first group was was good. Can the second group be as good? It's interesting. Compare and contrast what's happening in Ole Miss with what's happening in Arkansas, where they have two coordinators who you think would be up for some good head coaching jobs, but they seem to be pretty pretty content to stay at Arkansas right now. But their players are leaving, so I don't know what that to make of that. So yeah, Kendall Bryles turns down the opportunity to go be the offensive coordinator at Miami. Feels like Odom has had some chances. You know that he could have left for other defensive coordinator jobs if he had chosen. Maybe there's a thought with with Barry Odom that Sam Pittman's not going to be there forever, and he's the guy that'll be easy for Hunter Juracek to walk down the hall and hire. If three or four years from now Sam Pittman says, it's been a good run, I'm ready to go to the lake house. But who knows? I mean, Sam Pittman might coach there for ten more years, and they might be really good defensively next year. Barry Odom might get the opportunity to be a head coach somewhere next year. But yeah, you're right. Sam Pittman has largely been able to keep his staff together, and it's a good staff that he's built there. It's a weird deal with them, though. Them in Arkansas, both. Uh, excuse me. Them in Auburn, both. Uh, with not players hitting the portal, because that's going to happen everywhere. It's what the players are at Arkansas. Starters, team captains, leaving. And the situation at Auburn, which we'll get to later in more detail, defensive coordinator, taking a lesser job. That's inarguable. Oklahoma State is a lesser job than Auburn by every objective measure. And yet he's gone. Yeah. Bo Nix, I mean, he, it's not like Bo Nix was going to lose his job. Gone. And they replaced him with Zach Calzada and an Oregon reject. So it's not like they forced him out to upgrade. Weird deals going on in the SEC West right now. And Ole Miss is a clear, I mean, Corral's gone and some staff turnover and 
you would think the schemes are going to be very similar considering who the outgoing were replaced with, but still, weird times in the SEC West right now. Yeah. Mississippi State's kind of the program that, from a coaching staff standpoint, looks like a model of stability. Yeah, just the one, just the one spot out right now, and uh, for the most part, I mean those guys are pretty loyal to Leach. And then on the other side of the ball, we've talked about it before with Arnett. You know, the the amount of freedom he has to coach his defense his way, you know, he likes it. So, yeah, right now, state state, and that's something. It's sort of funny because you think about the previous decade with Dan Mullen, you never had that. It was there was always at least one coach coming or going off that staff, but. For this staff so far, only one change in in two years. Let me ask you guys a question. Do we overplay the idea of staff turnover? Absolutely, yes. See, I'm going to say no. Or, I mean, I think think that staff continuity is important. I just feel like, especially with players coming and going as much as they are, if you can keep the same coaches in place, it gives you an opportunity to build your program a little easier. But when you're constantly having to bring new coaches up to speed and new players up to speed, that's tough. That's that's going to it's good. This is going to be a tough offseason for for Kiffin at Ole Miss because he's got to have so many new faces and so many people. He's got to sh- show what he wants from them. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think there's any question that given the opportunity, continuity or change, if you've got a good thing going, then you prefer continuity. <coughs> But I don't know that change is as devastating as maybe we sometimes make it out to be. Whether you're talking about Ole Miss or Alabama or anywhere else, because the the program is the head coaches. And when he brings people in, they're either going to fall in line with the way he wants to do things or they're going to go look for another job. <laughs> David on the ceasefire text line says, ask Jake Mangum. Yeah. Play for a bunch of different ones. And, and football and baseball are different. But still, it, it does depend. I mean, Nick Saban does it on an annual basis, and, and look at how that goes. But I, I had somebody uh, comment on one of my other content items here and say, it was after Hutzler. Well, clearly something's going on at Ole Miss if they're losing him. And I said, could you before today have told me who the special teams coordinator was at Ole Miss? Could you tell me, not you, Haydad, because I know you know the answer because it's your job, but could you tell me who the special teams coordinator at Mississippi State is right now, state fan? Do you know who that person is? Some might discuss state special teams were so bad oh, last true. year. They, they learned his name so they could insult him. And with like with Kevin Smith, did, did anybody really know who he was? Seriously, do you know who he is? No. Do you know who his replacement is? <laughs> I, honestly... Can you tell me, listener out there, who Kevin Smith on the Ole Miss staff got replaced by? It's a reasonable question. Certainly some can. Some can. The diehards can. But it, but it's, there are a lot of people that are like, ah, Mar- Markwell Blackwell is right on the tip of my yeah. tongue. I just needed you to help me out. To your point, it's all about leadership. It's what the guy at the top can do with the people he hires. Nick Saban is brilliant at it, and Orgeron was a disaster, and that's why you you see the difference. It's all about the guy at the top. It's not about... Rep- uh, uh, did Kevin Smith work wonders at Ole Miss? Was he just, oh, you can't lose that guy? 
Oh, man. I mean, in, there, in, in fairness, they led the SEC in rushing in back-to-back years when he was the the running backs coach. Yeah, but how much of that was him? I mean, you got to give dudes. some credit. He's the running backs coach. Well, the running backs one of them, well. if you believe what you're told behind the scenes, one of them declared for the draft because he was his running backs coach, and not in a good way. Well, so I mean, yeah, I mean that, that that's fair. But again, I'm not willing to not give him some credit when you had the leading rushing offense in the SEC in consecutive years. Now, does some of that credit go to the offensive line? Sure. Does some of it go to overall offensive philosophy? Sure. Does Jeff Levy get some of the credit because he was the coordinator and Lane Kiffin's an offensive guy? Yeah, absolutely. But you're you're telling me that without him, suddenly, oh, they're not going to run the football well anymore. It's no, I'm just not telling you that. But I'm that's, not telling that's you that at all. My but I am point. saying some credit goes to him. Sure, and Blackwell had a freshman run for a thousand yards at Houston this year, and he should get some credit for the fact that he had a freshman rush for a thousand yards at Houston this so, year. I think you're arguing the same point that I'm arguing, and you're doing it just for the sake of doing it. The point is, it's the the statement that you made to start this conversation is one that I am arguing in favor of at this very moment. Yeah, it was the question that I just asked when when we were coming back, and I said, guys. Do we overplay coaching turnover? And, and uh, I mean, I think largely the answer is yes, we do. Or at least in my mind, yes, we do. But it also fills an information void, and so people can get really upset about it. And I would agree with Haydad that you would prefer continuity. I just don't think it's as disastrous as some people want to make it. And with the amount of turnover that you have on the roster, it's a very different team year after year, year over year. Whether you're talking about Ole Miss or Mississippi State or Florida State or Georgia or Alabama or whomever, Texas, Southern Cal, and those those teams are going to look different next year. Southern Cal, they replaced all the coaches. We'll be back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny skies and cold, high only to 39. Tonight, partly cloudy and chilly, low around 21. Your Saturday, sunny skies, high near 45. And for your Sunday, sunny conditions, high near 51. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. 
The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by Trust Care, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Start off the new year with explosive savings. During our New Year celebration at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. In 2022, it's our resolution to continue our mission to give you the most savings possible every single day. That's right. We're here to get you the best deal possible on every Mitsubishi in stock. RidgelandMitsubishi.com. With zero down, pay only $2.89 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage G4 ESs. That's zero down on brand new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage. We're also offering super low 1.9% financing for 72 months, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And don't forget about Ridgeland Mitsubishi's new Lifetime powertrain warranty. That's right. A lifetime powertrain warranty only from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Bring in your trade. We'll give you a whole lot for whatever you're driving, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So start off 2022 with explosive savings during our New Year celebration at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We'll approve credit for details. I'm JT Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mitsubishi News. In what was an expected move, the Mississippi Senate has passed a bill banning the teaching of critical race theory in schools. Prior to the 32-2 vote, the chamber's black legislators chose not to participate and walked out. Senator David Jordan spoke against the anti-CRT bill, saying this. Mississippi has come a long way together. And to create something that may happen or may not happen at this time, we are getting along fine. If anybody has suffered from racism, it is people of color. And we feel that you don't need this bill. CRT is the academic concept of race being a social construct embedded in U.S. legal systems and social institutions. And according to State Superintendent of Education, Dr. Kerry Wright, and other educators, it's not currently being taught in Mississippi schools. The bill will now head to the House of Representatives, where Speaker Philip Gunn has consistently been vocal about his support to ban the teaching of CRT. To learn more about the bill, head on over to supertalk.fm. This is Jake Mangum, all-time hits leader in the SEC. Two of the best decisions I've ever made were Mississippi State and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Both teams have supported me through thick and thin. Even though my college playing days are over, I'm excited to be a part of the Farm Bureau team. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit FabRates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at MSFBINS.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. No matter where you go. 
Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm and on your smart device with the Super Talk app. You're proud to call Mississippi home and we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling. On Super Talk Mississippi. Friday afternoon with you on Sports Talk Mississippi. Let's go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. Josh Edwards joins us right now. He writes at CBS Sports and has a mock draft that uh, came out uh, either late last night or this morning. Uh, maybe it was yesterday when it uh, when it popped and um, got some interesting stuff in there. Josh, appreciate a, a few minutes of your time I think maybe a little bit of a surprise for some people seeing number one overall Jacksonville taking Mississippi State offensive lineman Charles Cross. Um, maybe not a surprise that there's a tackle taken there because it seems like most people believe that that's where Jacksonville will try to get better uh, in front of, uh, of uh, Trevor Lawrence. But not a lot of people have Josh uh, Charles Cross graded number one overall. Why have you got him there? Yeah, I think it's just a year where there's not that clear-cut number one overall prospect. Um, you know, when you look at this top group of offensive linemen, you've got NC State's Icky Aquanu, um, you've got Evan Neal from Alabama, and you've got Charles Cross. I think Charles Cross, being just a sophomore, has the most upside. He's a polished pass protector right now, um, still getting better as a run blocker. Um, and I just think he has the highest upside. So when you're talking about a team like Jacksonville that, you know, is should be dead set on trying to protect Trevor Lawrence moving forward, having a guy like Charles Cross, uh, who, again, is a posh pass, pass protector, um, is a vital asset for that offense. Uh, you know, when you've got a quarterback like that that wants to be able to throw the ball around uh, the field, you need a player that's going to allow him that kind of time. And I think Cross... Uh, with his combination of athleticism and youth, is the player that can not only be that left tackle for a decade in Jacksonville, I think he can be one of the better left tackles uh, in the NFL if he continues developing. And and it's pretty simple, isn't it, right? I mean, if, if Jacksonville is set on getting an offensive lineman, they simply take those three guys that you were just talking about, Aquanu and, um, and Evan Neal and Charles Cross, and they put those guys on a board and they go through the interview process and they grade them, and then they just decide which of the three they like most. Is it that simple? Yeah, in terms of that position, I mean, you know, I think offensive tackle is a bigger need for that franchise than some of the others that are considered. Um, edge rusher, obviously, is one that's, that's been very popular. You've got Oregon's Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, and you've got Michigan's Aiden Hutchinson as well. So might the franchise go in that direction? I think it's absolutely possible. They do have a couple of talented players, um, or at least you, they've, they've got Josh Allen, who has played at a Pro Bowl caliber um, level in his career. And then they've got Caleb on chase on who was a former first round pick that just hasn't lived up to that billing quite yet. So they've got some guys at the position that 
you know, they could potentially hang their hat on moving forward. I think offensive tackle, Cam Robinson is entering free agency this year in all likelihood. Um, and he has the versatility to possibly kick inside the guard if that's the direction they decided to go. So I think offensive tackle is just a more pressing need for that franchise. And, again, when you're trying to uh, protect Trevor Lawrence, um, I think it's even more important. So Charles Cross just makes a lot of sense. You said there's not a clear-cut number one this year, and I agree with you. Does that make it more difficult this particular year for Jacksonville to trade away the number pick and maybe get two picks in the top 15 or two in the top 10 for that number one when there's not a clear cut, this is the guy and some team is willing to give away their first couple of rounds to get it? Absolutely. And to go a little bit deeper, you know, it makes it more complicated when you don't have that quarterback that multiple teams are coveting. Um, There's some players that, you know, will probably be taken in the first round. I don't think I'm going to end up giving any of them a first-round grade, um, you know, which essentially means do I think they're going to be an all-pro caliber player. And I just don't see that from this draft class. I think there's some quality players, uh, and teams can find guys that, you know, are not going to lose them football games. But I don't see this as a strong quarterback class. So without having that type of talent atop the board, you're not going to find many trade partners that are willing to give up a lot of assets for the right to move up. Now, you could see a situation, um, you know, where maybe a team is willing to give up a second-round pick or a couple of second-round picks to move up a handful of spots to possibly get one of these edge rushers. Um, but I think it's just much less likely for that to happen because I think the 2023 draft is probably going to be stronger. Uh, so you're not looking to, you know, use – give up additional future capital for the right yeah. to move up and take a player in this draft class. And, and so the best example that I would be able to come up with, if, if we were talking, if there was another Trevor Lawrence in this class, then it would make all the sense in the world, if the Giants are not believing in Daniel Jones, to give up number five and number seven to move up to number one, right? But But that's just not something that makes sense this year. Correct, and the elephant in the room is what happens with these veteran quarterbacks. Is Aaron Rodgers going to stay put in Green Bay? Is Russell Wilson going to stay put in Seattle? What about Deshaun Watson in Houston? Um, lots of balls in the air that teams are going to have to work through this offseason. And, you know, it, all of the excitement may not come via the draft this year the way it did last year with all of those uh, trade-ups to get in position to take one of those quarterbacks. But there's still a lot of intrigue that you know can happen around the NFL this offseason. So three first-round quarterbacks. You said that uh, you didn't think you were going to give any of them first-round grades. Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, Matt Corral. Those seem to be the guys that everybody has uh, has agreed on. Uh, you have a colleague that had Malik Willis going at number five to the Giants, which seems asinine to me. But I get that teams are willing to reach even if there's a limited number of uh, of quarterbacks. Uh, why do you have those three guys slotted in the order that you have them, with Pickett going, what, uh, as the first quarterback at number eight to the Falcons and then Malik Willis going to the to the Vikings at 12 and then Matt Corral down at 18? What, why why the order? Yeah, you know, I, I've got Matt Corral as my top quarterback right now um, just because I think he has shown improved decision-making over the past year. He's been in an offense that, allows him to get the ball out quickly. He's been able to attack all three levels of the field, um, and you've been able to see that development. Similarly, with Kenny Pickett, 
Um, a guy that's been very productive throughout his pick career, even more so this year. Uh, when you're talking about Kenny Pickett, one of the issues that he has had at Pitt over the years is that his wide receivers have been dropping a lot of balls. I mean, he's been top three, I think, in dropped, dropped target percentage over the past three years. So a guy that's just not been getting very much help from his wide receivers, and you've seen his ability to you know, develop as um, a pocket passer and his ability to read defenses over the past couple of years. And then Malik Willis, I think he just has the most upside. When you're talking about him, he's a guy that you're buying into the potential of what he could be the way that maybe you did with Lamar Jackson or Michael Vick. Um, he's got that foot quickness where he has at least one ace up his sleeve um, that's going to be allow him to have success in the NFL until he is able to figure out the rest of it. You know, he's got some, some work to do in terms of processing and not holding on to the ball too long. Um, but when you can come back to that foot quickness, you're always going to have that trump card that you can play and, and you know, keep the, keep the play alive. Um, and give your chance to yourself a chance to move the stick. So I think at the end of the day, it's Pickett and Corral are probably the safer two options, and then you've got Malik Willis who has the most upside of the three. So, so I hear what you're saying about the foot quickness, but I'm not sure that I believe that that's a fair comparison with Lamar Jackson and, and Mike Vick. I mean, you're talking about generational talents at the position that also had you know, big arm strength and, and played at a high level and then had this unbelievable speed and quickness. You really see those same characteristics with Malik Willis, but just more raw? Well, I see the – so he's got a little bit of a longer stride than a Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is, you know, has that cat-like quickness in open yeah. space. Um, you know, it's just incredibly difficult to bring down. I think he's probably more in line with Vic in that regard in terms of his um, speed up the field because Vic had that, um, you know, long stride as well. You know, as a passer, I don't think he's as polished as either one of those guys. Um, coming out of college, but I think he does have the arm strength again that gives you at least some excitement for what he could become in the future. Um, now, is that misguided? Probably, because we've seen, you know, over the years, quarterbacks, you know, typically don't change their stripes. Josh Allen is kind of an anomaly in terms of how he was able to improve his inaccuracies. Um, but for the most part, we do not see those outliers. What you are in college is typically what you are in the NFL. So it's a big gamble for any team taking you know that flyer on Malik Willis. But, again, I think he presents the most upside. Really, really fascinating stuff. It's going to be fun kind of leading up and continuing to look at this draft class as we get closer to April and the NFL draft. Again, if you just joined us, he's got Charles Cross from Mississippi State going number one and Matt Corral from Ole Miss going at 18 to the New Orleans Saints. Josh, really good insight, man. Thanks for your time today. Yeah, of course, anytime. Josh Edwards from CBS Sports joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Um, Kenny Pickett, the first quarterback uh, going off of his board at uh, at number 8, and then uh, Malik Willis at number 12 and Corral at 18, although he did say he had Corral graded as the highest of those three quarterbacks. Talk more about this when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com in the Pearl River Resort Studio.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. They're locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Some minor congestion southbound on 49 past Harper as well as Lakeland, northbound and southbound at Lakeland Commons. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good so far this afternoon. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call 601-353-5217. Sleep. Worrying about low CD rates? Do I have enough money to retire? Is my principal safe? IRAs. Don't worry, I can help. And you can sleep better too. Call David Cox, direct, 601-594-8977. 601-594-8977. Now. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. Have you got bathroom restoration or construction going on? Well, we've got you covered with deluxe luxury restrooms with air conditioning, LED lights, radio, Bluetooth, and all the amenities for your needs. When you've got to go, you've got to go. Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super-specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tea time. 
here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. from CBS Sports to join us on the Farm Bureau phone line just a couple of minutes ago. We were talking about his mock draft, first-round mock draft that came out yesterday. Charles Cross, offensive tackle at Mississippi State, number one overall to Jacksonville. His rationale is pretty simple. He thinks Jacksonville's taking a tackle because the most important thing for that franchise is to protect Trevor Lawrence. It makes sense. And if you, I mean, that's like one plus one equals two and makes sense to me. And if you force yourself to watch one of their games this year, first of all, uh, seek help. Second of all, I'll be there with you. And third, <laughs> they had, <laughs> they had a lot of trouble protecting Trevor Lawrence this year. A lot of trouble protecting Trevor question. Lawrence this year. And, and so <laughs> if that's the route you're going, if you're going offensive lineman, then you say there are three guys that have got first round grades. It's Charles Cross from Mississippi State. It's Equinu from uh, from NC State. It's Evan Neal from Alabama. Which one do we like the most? I'm so interested to make the to draft see. too complicated. You know, when we go to the combine, what are, what are those guys? Because if you look at every mock draft, those three guys are pretty much all in the top six. And Very I've seen great. a mock draft that has Neal one. I've seen one now that has Cross one, and I've seen one that has say it again Equamu. Equimu doing one. I've have seen them all. So what does what does one of them have to do to stand out and and truly become OT one on everybody's board? That's an interesting. The most amazing three cone drill in the history of mankind. I mean, yeah. Well, I was thinking about Cross, and I was like, you know, I would think like right now you probably wouldn't expect him to bench a lot because his arms are so long. He has some of the the biggest wingspan. Jay Billis would love him. But you know, when you think about bench press, that you know, it's a it's a disadvantage. They're having to push up so far. What if he goes in there and he puts up thirty reps? Is that something that would put him to the top of the list? I don't know the answer. It's incredible uh, how at quarterback. There's there's kind of some clarity. You're seeing Willis creep up there, but with that position in particular, the combine is absolutely. Ma- I mean, it, it's. Seven figures plus on the line for Charles Cross when he goes to the combine. Imagine that. Yeah, he's got. I mean, he's got to show out there, and it's not just as your buddy John Harris will tell us all the time. It's not just the workout. It's when they get you in those private meeting rooms and they grill you. How do you handle that too? It's not just the workout. It's the interview process for him as well. He's got to nail it. And if he does, I mean, he's going to be a first-round pick regardless. But if he does, I mean, that's the difference in a million, couple million, few million dollars. It's crazy. Sure. Sure. I mean, there's a massive difference between going number one overall and going 17. Or going 12. It's millions of dollars difference. Somebody on the text line says he needs to block Sam Williams. Well, watch the game. Sam Williams didn't ever go on Charles Cross's side. Not one time. 
And that's, oh, that's, that's by true. design. That's not true. They did some. They, those, well, he didn't those have two a sack. guys went head-to-head some of the time. He didn't have a sack on Charles Cross. So. I thought he beat him pretty handily once. Charles Cross didn't give up a sack this year. So I'm going to say no. No, I didn't say got a sack, but I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I need to go back and watch it. Yeah. I know Sam Williams made his living that night. Oh, so he made it on Scott with, Lashley, yeah. With Lashley on the other side. Yeah. I, I get that. Williams was a guy, you know, we didn't have a chance to ask Josh about some of the, you know, him or Martin Emerson, but, like, why is Sam Williams not, like, a projected second or third round guy? Or at least am I not seeing that? Feels like a guy who had that many sacks should be getting some more love. He's got a chance to help himself at the combine. I guess so, yeah. He's got to test well, he's got to interview well. And, and that that's exactly what I was going to say, was the, the interview process I feel like is going to be big for Sam Williams when teams talk to him. Because it kind of feels like physically he's going to test well, and he's yeah. got the game tape you know, that shows him progressing throughout his career. And in some ways, Sam Williams, a little bit of a late bloomer on two fronts, right? right? A little bit of a late bloomer in terms of production. But he also had the path of junior college and stuff in his life and all those things. He had had production last year in 2020, just not as much. But, I mean, that defense, the defense got better and and Sam Williams got better, too. Yeah, well, and and that's the second part of what I was going to say. He he showed growth in terms of production, but he also showed growth in terms of consistency and showing up to play every game and showing up to play basically every play of every game when he was on the field. There weren't a lot of plays off and there weren't games off this year for Sam Williams the way you had seen previously in his career. I, look, if you're able to get Sam Williams late second round, early third round, yeah. I think feel good. I think you feel really, really good about that pick. Sports Talk Mississippi with you. Streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Couple of mocks now have shown Matt Corral to the Saints at number 18. Might not be a bad spot. That'd be a great spot for him. Absolutely. And I know we said a second ago there's a big difference in terms of money. Going one, two, three, and going 12, 15, 17, wherever you are. But sometimes the long-term money makes a little bit more sense in getting with a good team than the short-term money with a bad team, especially when you're a quarterback. You're listening to WMFM. I'm Mary Corsetti. President Biden plans to nominate Dara Lindenbaum for commissioner of the Federal Election Commission. Meanwhile, a positive trend on the COVID-19 front. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky reports that daily average U.S. COVID cases are down 5% from this time last week. That the daily average of hospitalizations has increased by about 1%. Fox Jeffman also. Meanwhile, Intel says it's going to spend $20 billion on new semiconductor chip-making facilities in Ohio. The U.S. has been having difficulty getting chips from abroad because of shortages caused by the pandemic and the supply chain slowdown. Intel CEO Pat Gelsinger made the announcement at the White House Friday. You can think about this as a magnet for the entire tech industry. The president urged Congress to pass legislation that includes the Chips for America Act. It would grant billions of dollars in subsidies to U.S. chip makers. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal, America, is listening to Fox News. 
us at the fabulous Mayflower Cafe in downtown Jackson for lunch daily. Specials include Wednesday pot roast, Thursday chicken and dumplings, and everyday grilled catfish. The Mayflower serves the freshest seafood for lunch and dinner, Tuesday through Friday, and dinner only on Saturday. BYOB, the Mayflower Cafe, downtown Jackson, a Mississippi tradition since 1935. Get a bottle of our world-famous comeback dressing and a gift card. The perfect gift every time. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. On Friday, the Mississippi State Department of Health reported 7,509 more cases of COVID-19. The latest report brings the state's total number of cases up to 681,382. At this point in time, 10,721 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. While the Omicron strain is less fatal than the Delta variant, hospitalizations continue to rise. Although it does cause a less severe illness because of the remarkable number of cases we have, we are seeing a massive increase in the number of new hospitalizations, putting increasing strain upon our healthcare system and overloading our ICU systems. That was from State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs. Also, according to Friday's report, there are currently 316 ongoing outbreaks in long-term care facilities. For the full report from MSCH, find it at supertalk.fm. And a hard freeze warning will be in effect from 11 p.m. tonight to 9 a.m. tomorrow. Followed by a hard freeze watch in the counties of Amit, Hancock, Harrison, Jackson, Pearl River, Pike, Walthall, and Wilkinson. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Dear Mississippi, it's our great honor to serve as your physicians. It's from that sense of service that we ask that you help protect all Mississippians and our loved ones by getting vaccinated. Vaccines are safe and reliable and even effective against the Delta variant. Getting vaccinated helps protect our children, supports our health care workers in their efforts, and helps save lives. We understand that you may have questions. Please reach out to your primary care physician for answers. It's been a busy week in the House of Representatives. One of the bills they passed is the Equal Pay for Equal Work Act. Representative Angela Cockerham, who authored the bill, is elated with how it all turned out. This is what she told Super Talk Mississippi News this morning. You know, this was very historic yesterday, a very historic vote in the House, as you know. And so very, very positive. This is something that's going to be good for women, as you know. If there's a man who has a queen. He definitely can bring it as well. This is a good bill for all women, and so I am just over the moon about it, and my colleagues are as well. The Senate is expected to take up their own bill as early as next week. As of 2017, women in Mississippi earn 27% less than men for full-time work. Both chambers are set to gavel back in at 4 p.m. on Monday. For more Mississippi politics, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm J.T. Mitchell.
Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. During the COVID pandemic, Mississippi's nurse practitioners were on the front lines of providing patients with high-quality care. With over 6,000 nurse practitioners practicing in our state, there's no reason we should continue to struggle with access to care, with many in rural areas having no access at all. Mississippi's archaic laws force MPs into unfair contracts just to go to work and do the job they're trained to do. Tell your legislators to support full practice authority as 28 other states have done and end forced government contracting. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of nurse practitioners tune in to good things with me rebecca turner it's mississippi's radio happy hour weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m right here on super talk jackson 97.3 sports talk mississippi sports talk mississippi will you ever get so excited that you just can't wait sports talk mississippi covering your mississippi team i've been waiting my whole life for this here on super talk mississippi Mississippi, couple of hours left in the work week. I'm glad to be spending some time with you. Time to unlimit your data with $45 unlimited, only from prepaid by Ceasefire. Get unlimited on Ceasefire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay, no credit checks, no hidden fees. Learn more at ceasefire.com slash prepaid. You want to be a part of the conversation? That's where you can join us on the Ceasefire text line again, 601 879 4395. We're coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. It would be chilly today, but soon it will be warm again. Soon it will be dry. Soon the sun will come out. And when that happens, Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, that is where you want to be, whether it's at uh, the Azaleas or the Oaks. Play them both. Spend the night. Play them both. Have a little trip out of it. DancingRabbitGolf.com. Major changes are coming to college athletics. Things like a new division and more stuff like that are on the table. Ross Dellinger has been reporting on this story at sportsillustrated.com, si.com. And, Borky, there's one thing in particular that stands out to you, and if you are a... In particular, college baseball fan, antennas are up, and antennas are hoping for good news. Especially, like you said, the baseball fans in this state. So, like you said, they're talking about a new division, they're talking about enforcement stuff, but the thing that stood out to me the most, because what we are inside of, is it four weeks to the day? Uh, yes, baseball four season? weeks to the minute. Four weeks to the minute to the start of college baseball season, and so maybe that was just on the brain. 
But We're about one hitter into the season opener for Mississippi State in Starkville against Long Beach and for Ole Miss at home against. I don't have so much trouble remembering who they're well, playing. You know something I don't know about Mississippi State. What? That says, still says TBA on the time for Hale, at HaleState.com. Oh, I was just assuming it was four o'clock. I mean, my bad. Let's 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 send off a text. Let's find out. <laughs> Either I way, mean, four o'clock, subject to be moved up two hours because it's freezing cold, which is what they've done the last two seasons. Yeah. Either way. Either way. You guys know, and we talk about it often, the 11.7 number. Sometimes, or, or for some programs, NIL may ha- help it a little bit, yep. maybe help some, but there's still a discrepancy on what schools can offer what to their athletes. You guys know this. Everybody listening knows this. Every football player is on full scholarship. Every basketball player is on full scholarship. Not the case in baseball. And when you have a private school like Vanderbilt, they have... Scholarship discrepancies. Greg Sankey, during all of this chaos, has brought that to the forefront, and apparently there's a line of thinking that says, we're getting all this money from TV networks and stuff, our revenues are growing, our budgets are growing. Why are we limiting sports on scholarships like baseball and softball and forcing these kids that are, quote, on scholarship to mostly pay their own way? We need to change that. And Greg Sankey's got a pretty big voice in college athletics, and if he pushes this through, and baseball and softball are able to offer full scholarships to their athletes, what do you think that does to baseball in this state? In this state, in this part of the country, in the power conferences. I mean, they're already two of the best programs in the country, State and Ole Miss. They would just be better. Yeah. Here's a line from Ross's story. In the SEC, many administrators believe the conference can afford and should provide every athlete with the full scholarship, eliminating partial scholarships that exist in many Olympic sports. So not just baseball and softball. Every student on full scholarship. Not all schools or leagues, even those in the Power Five, can afford to offer that to more than 300 athletes. But as you know, the SEC is the richest. But it's not just baseball. It's not just softball. So, Borky, you mentioned it. Football gets 85 scholarships. We know that. Men's and women's basketball, full scholarships for the full roster. Up to, is it 12? 13? Softball is 12, as I learned. Softball does not have enough scholarships to fill out its entire roster. Baseball does obviously not have enough scholarships to fill out its 27-person roster, 27-man roster. Golf does not have a full scholarship allotment in men's or women. Track and field does not have a full scholarship allotment. Swimming is 9.9 for 30-ish athletes. Yeah. So the question is, how could you in good conscience argue against this? And maybe that's the debate that, Maybe that's the, the the point that Greg Sankey will try to hammer home. If you can't afford it, okay, I understand that. There is an economic reason to say we can't do that. But beyond, it's going to make it harder for us to win and compete. What possible objection 
could you have to the schools who can afford to provide more athletic and educational opportunities to more students? What argument could you possibly have? Well, I mean, it's not fair. It's an unlevel playing field. Okay, do you care about student-athletes and their welfare, or do you care about winning? Make somebody answer that question on the record. I, I, I'm sorry that economically you can't afford it. Do what you can't afford. Positively affect the lives of as many student-athletes as you can and put the best team you can on the field. And maybe we need to split it off into different divisions. Pac-12 can't afford to do this with all their schools. Some of them can. Not all of them can. So what's the solution? Give the schools the option to do it? You have to give a a minimum of 11.7 and up to, what is the roster, the final cut, 25? Yeah, well, in baseball it's 27. So you can So there is a floor, but the ceiling is the maximum roster size. Perfect. There literally is not a good argument against that. Not one. Competitive imbalance? Well, then, right now there's a competitive imbalance. If you want to be more competitive, you have a chance to offer full scholarships to all of your athletes. I mean, think about it you know, in, in a different vein. If you are a parent and you have children and you love your children, you want to do for them what you believe is best. You want to provide opportunities for them so that they can be the best that they can be. But you have budgetary constraints. I mean, everybody to some level has a budgetary constraint. Parents make sacrifices all the time to give their kids what they believe they need. But you can only give them ultimately what you can afford to give them. Does that mean that someone who has more resources than you have, than I have, shouldn't be able to give their children what they believe is best for them, that they can afford to do? That doesn't make any sense. We all do the best that we can for our kids. So why should you take that philosophy and make it detrimental to kids in terms of their athletic and academic pursuits? The short answer is you shouldn't. But the same principle applies, right? If, let's just keep it right here in the state of Mississippi. If Southern Mississippi can't afford, not because it doesn't want to, but because the revenue simply is not there to put every student athlete up to the full roster size in every single sport on a full scholarship, Does that mean if Ole Miss and Mississippi State can't afford to do it, they shouldn't? Of course it doesn't. It means that Southern Miss should do the best that it can with the resources that it has available to put the best programs forward, to put the best foot forward, to put the best teams on the field, and to provide the most opportunities athletically and academically for as many recruitable athletes as it can. And then let it fall where it does. If you claim you are an organization that is in it for the best interest of the student-athlete, 
limiting how many of them can be on full scholarship is not making what's best a decision that is best for the student-athletes. Yeah. And I do think there's a fascinating question that goes along with baseball. Because everybody looks at Vanderbilt and goes, yeah, well, they're, they're playing by a different set of rules at Vanderbilt. What's this do to a program like Vanderbilt if it goes through? Would Vanderbilt argue against this? It would be an awfully disingenuous argument if they did. More coming up. We'll keep talking about this. Sports Talk Mississippi. Over me. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. So far, we're just seeing heavy delays, 55 northbound just past the Gluckstead exit to be careful and expect delays elsewhere. No other major problems to speak of. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. No-drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no-drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Sleep. Worrying about low CD rates? Do I have enough money to retire? Is my principal safe? IRAs. Don't worry, I can help. And you can sleep better too. Call David Cox, direct. 601-594-8977. 601-594-8977. Now. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 
888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. So what would be the effect on Vanderbilt? Now, probably some would disagree with this statement, and that's fine. The idea that Vanderbilt has 25 or 27 or 30 full scholarships for baseball, it's just not exactly true. Does Vanderbilt have advantages that give them that that allow them to give more aid? to their baseball players than the 11.7 scholarships that most of the other schools in the SEC have? Yeah, they do. They've taken advantage of a loophole, and they've made it work for them, and it has worked quite well for Tim Corbin and Vanderbilt. They discovered a loophole in the rule, and they exploited it. But it took the university being willing to commit to baseball and baseball being good to get to that point because Vanderbilt used to be horrid at baseball. So what would this do if Mississippi State and Ole Miss and Arkansas and LSU and Georgia and Florida and Tennessee and South Carolina and Kentucky and whoever else I'm not naming had the ability to go out and give 25 full scholarships or 27 full scholarships? How would that affect Vanderbilt? I don't think Vandy would fall off the map in terms of baseball success because Tim Corbin's built a great program. He's proven he can get guys to the big leagues. They've invested, and you still got that Vanderbilt education to sell. But the talent discrepancy, the depth, especially the depth of arms, wouldn't be what it is right now. And hey, Dad, now Chris Lamonis and Mike Bianco could go out and sell. Well, I mean, yeah, you can go you can go get a full ride at Vanderbilt. You can get a full ride here. And you can play in front of 9, 10, 11, 12,000. Or you can play in front of two or 3,000 there. And I'll just go out on a limb and assume the facilities are better at State and Ole Miss for, for player performance and things of that nature than they are at Vanderbilt as well. Vanderbilt's done a really, really good job with the stuff that you don't see. That they have. I'm sure it's good. It's not state Ole Miss good. No, it would change the dynamic. Okay, sort of change the dynamic of the SEC. It, it would change the dynamic of college baseball. There, there's a guy sitting here arguing with me on the text line right now about how. Uh, Mississippi State is able to get the same amount of players as Vanderbilt. And I I think he is so absolutely wrong. Just because you've got a great coach and you do have great players doesn't mean you have as many as Vanderbilt. Their pitching depth is routinely the best in the country by a pretty significant margin. They have arms like nobody else in baseball has. Taking their biggest arrow out of their quiver would completely level the playing field and elevate the two programs here. Because then what is talent acquisition about? 
It's not about and, money and, anymore. And Tim Corbin, by the way, would argue that what Vanderbilt has done is what has leveled the playing field in their favor. Because they would say they were not playing on a level playing field prior to committing to baseball, and it has now leveled the playing field. And this would perhaps maybe tilt it back the other way some more. It would, because the schools that care more, that have more resources, would start winning. But, you know, that's kind of how it should be. But those are, they're already winning also. They are. I mean, State just won the national championship. But a program like Vanderbilt wouldn't be able to do what they do. Talent acquisition would not be about money anymore. It would be about actual recruiting. Come check out our stadium. Come here on an April Saturday. And 15,000 people are at our game in Starkville. 12,000 people are at our game in and Oxford, and more financial commitment than you could ever dream of. It would absolutely change recruiting. It, it would, you know, there's great players in Mississippi, and both programs do a pretty good job of recruiting nationally. It would make every player around the country accessible to you. Any of them. All of them. Because you can win that recruiting battle as long as they're willing to travel. Because you're the best. And, and, and here's the thing. With, with the current rules that are in place... We talk about Vanderbilt all the time. But really, there are four programs in the SEC that are are at a disadvantage. And two of those four programs win at a really, really high level. Ole Miss and Mississippi State, and it makes the job that coaching staffs in Starkville and Oxford have done and are doing even more impressive, and then Auburn and Alabama. Because there's no additional state aid to offset out-of-state tuition or to boost in-state tuition. In the state of Florida, for example, they've got the Bright Future Scholarship. You look at Florida's roster, it's made up of almost entirely Florida kids. And those kids are getting huge tuition breaks, and so the scholarship dollars go farther at Florida. In Georgia, it's the Hope Scholarship. In the state of Arkansas, Arkansas waves out-of-state tuition for every state that touches the state of Arkansas. So if you live in Tennessee or Missouri or Oklahoma or Texas or Mississippi, you're a border state, you can have out-of-state tuition waived. And so it allows their scholarships to go farther. In Bat- or in, uh, in Louisiana, it's the TOPS program. And the TOPS program has actually been scaled back a little bit because of the financial woes that the state is having. But it is an advantage that LSU has in recruiting players from the state of Louisiana. Their scholarship dollars are able to go farther. That's the disadvantage that exists in Mississippi. So when in Florida and in Georgia, there's a GPA component. If you graduate high school with a 3.0, you get full tuition paid for if you go somewhere in state. That's a good gig. That'd be a good gig for us in Mississippi, wouldn't it? Oh, yes. Hey, Dad, you got two college educations you got to pay for. I got three. Borky, you got one right now. Who knows? Maybe there's another one or two on the the way down the line. Do you know who I am? He's got my genes. I'm not totally convinced I'm going to have to pay for college. (laughs) You you may not, but it wouldn't be a concern if your kid wasn't a rocket scientist in high school to qualify for a scholarship money. Because, frankly, if you go to school and you kind of pay attention in class and you do your homework, it's not hard to graduate high school with a 3.0. In the state of Mississippi. Think about that, what that would mean for kids all across the state of Mississippi if we had a program like, never mind baseball. 
or softball or golf or tennis or whatever the equivalency sports are that we're talking about that have got lower scholarship levels? What if every kid in Mississippi that graduated high school with a 3.0 GPA was guaranteed that they could go to college and not have to pay tuition? Now you still have to pay for books, you still have to pay for a place to stay, there are expenses that are still associated with it. But what if your tuition was paid for? We chose not to do that with the proceeds from the lottery money in the state of Mississippi. $250 million since the lottery has begun has now gone back into infrastructure. It's the decision that the legislature made. I know there's a need for roads and bridges and all those things. It'd be really cool to know that if my kids graduated high school with a 3-0 and they wanted to go to Old Miss or Mississippi State or Southern Miss or Delta State or Jackson State or Alcorn State or anywhere else in the state that is a public institution that I wouldn't have to figure out how to pay for, for tuition. Instead, I'm trying to put a little bit of money away every single month into three different accounts to cover the cost of my kids' college. Sorry, we just kind of moved away from a baseball scholarship conversation into an altogether different conversation. But it's all related. We don't have across-the-board educational assistance for Mississippi kids that graduate high school with a 3.0 or better to create an opportunity for them to go to college in the state of Mississippi. Also, when you think about Florida's population, if you wonder why UCF and USF and UF and the University of North Florida and Florida Gulf Coast, why those schools are so freaking big? That's why. Ceasefire text line, Mississippi State waves out-of-state tuition for kids in Memphis, Birmingham, and a few other areas. That's from Sean and Goshek. You're right. Mississippi State's leadership has chosen to put that place into some into some strategic metro areas to help with recruiting. Now, does it help baseball recruiting and golf recruiting and track recruiting? Absolutely. It also helps student recruiting. Ole Miss has not chosen to go down that road, and part of the reason is Ole Miss has a large out-of-state student population <laughs> And that contributes a huge amount of money to the overall budget for the university. And I don't know if it's been adjusted or not, but based on the formula, Ole Miss actually was getting a little bit less money from the state than other schools in the state were getting based on the IHL's formula. So that's why that has mattered. Sports Talk Mississippi, we'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny skies and cold, high only to 39. Tonight, partly cloudy and chilly, low around 21. Your Saturday, sunny skies, high near 45. And for your Sunday, sunny conditions, high near 51. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. 
At Gateway Rescue Mission, we feed hungry people. We offer shelter to people seeking life change. And we serve as sort of a beacon of hope that says, hey, God cares for you. I'm Rex Baker. Rescue Mission work is not glamorous, but we do see lives changed. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Find out how you can get involved and join God at work here in Jackson and at Gateway Rescue Mission. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Start off the new year with explosive savings. During our New Year celebration at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. In 2022, it's our resolution to continue our mission to give you the most savings possible every single day. That's right. We're here to get you the best deal possible on every Mitsubishi in stock. RidgelandMitsubishi.com. With zero down, pay only $2.89 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage G4 ESs. That's zero down on brand new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage. We're also offering super low 1.9% financing for 72 months, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And don't forget about Ridgeland Mitsubishi's new Lifetime powertrain warranty. That's right. A lifetime powertrain warranty only from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Bring in your trade. We'll give you a whole lot for whatever you're driving, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So start off 2022 with explosive savings during our New Year celebration at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We'll approve kind of deal for in the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. On Friday, the Mississippi State Department of Health reported 7,509 more cases of COVID-19. The latest report brings the state's total number of cases up to 681,382. At this point in time, 10,721 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. While the Omicron strain is less fatal than the Delta variant, hospitalizations continue to rise. Although it does cause a less severe illness because of the remarkable number of cases we have, we are seeing a massive increase in the number of new hospitalizations, putting increasing strain upon our healthcare system and overloading our ICU systems. That was from State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs. Also, according to Friday's report, there are currently 316 ongoing outbreaks in long-term care facilities. For the full report from MSCH, find it at supertalk.fm. And a hard freeze warning will be in effect from 11 p.m. tonight to 9 a.m. tomorrow, followed by a hard freeze watch in the counties of Amit, Hancock, Harrison, Jackson, Pearl River, Pike, Walthall, and Wilkinson. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. 
Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, the Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. I listen to it at work. At work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, sir. with you on this Friday afternoon. It is 4.37. That can mean only one thing when we're still in football season. It's time for a conversation with our friend Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet and GoldSheet.com. Bruce, last week's games were a little disappointing. A lot of build-up to Super Wild Card Weekend, and then they really didn't deliver. Are we going to get a different slate this week? Are we going to get games that live up to the hype this weekend? I think so, although, you know, and after last week, I guess all we were talking about was some of the referee stuff in the Dallas game, although the refs got it right. That was all Dallas's fault. Um, what happened in that game? They shouldn't have been that in position to have a chance to win anyway. I think we got better matchups. That, that's the one thing about the wild card weekend now, uh, Rich, since they've expanded it. I mean, we get you got some teams that really the Eagles and the Steelers that like the Bears were last year. They really don't belong in there, uh, um, and so we've kind of cut the uh, cut the excess out. Now you've just got the prime cut left in the final eight. Let's see if you'll humor me on something. We we went with this little exercise yesterday. If I gave you four one hundred dollar bills, and you said and said you had to bet a hundred dollar bill. On each of these four games, but you had to either take the favorite in all four games or the underdog in all four games. Which way would you go? Uh, well, if you give me four hundred dollars, I might go out to eat instead of bet. <laughs> but uh, you're anyway. not humoring me. You're not playing along, Bruce. Uh, I'll tell you what I would do, Rich. I would bet money lines on every underdog. And okay. I wouldn't even worry about the point spreads. I would do money lines because I think you get better payoff there. And I think a couple of these dogs can win. And so if you just got a two of them winning, I mean, you would be in pretty good shape. Um, but if I, I would definitely look at the underdogs because I think a couple of them have, I mean, all of them have chances to win outright. So it would be the underdogs uh, for me. There are, we're going to make a slight case for a couple of the favorites here. But I, if one or the other, probably the dogs. Yeah, so you're a professional. That's not the way you go about it. You handicap the games individually. So let's talk about the games individually. Derrick Henry returns tomorrow for the Tennessee Titans. That Cincinnati offense is so much fun. We talked about that last week with Burrow and Mixon and Jamar Chase and just a fun matchup. Uh, Titans three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. 
It is a fun matchup, and I think you got uh, Rich, and you got two of the big X factors in the playoffs in this game. One is Derrick Henry coming back. Is he going to be back 100%? Well, they're going to start him, apparently. So uh, they, Mike Vrabel thinks he's ready to go, and we know what a difference that can make. They didn't run that bad with Dante Foreman in Henry's absence, but he doesn't. He, Foreman doesn't have that big play capability that Henry often flashes. So it's a little different offense, obviously, with Henry in there. The other side, Joe Burrow, the other X factor, because his ceiling is so high, and the fact, I don't know, the Bengals played their best game last week against the Raiders. They still won, and I think that should be very scary to Tennessee because mm-hmm. the Bengals are showing, I mean, they, they can win these sorts of games even when, you know, it's all, not all, the cylinders aren't all firing. The other thing here, you mentioned the spread, three and a half, that half, not insignificant. Tennessee's won, what, five games this year right on three points. Um, they have uh, a scoring margin on the entire season of plus 3.8, which is pretty low for a, a number one seed in the conference. I give Mike Vrabel all the credit for navigating through this half the season without his big gun, Henry, and I think he's probably AFC Coach of the Year. I am not laying these points, though. Uh, I'm looking at Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's got a shot to win this game outright. In fact, we picked them in the goal sheet 28-26. That is also over, and I mention that because Henry is back in, Rich. And when Henry and uh, Tannehill were in the lineup together from mid-2019 after Tannehill took Mariota's place until midway this year, they were 28-10 and to the over. That changed when Henry went out. But him back in there and his big playability makes me think this one might go over as well. All right, total in that game is 47.5, so that 28-26 score forecast would get you over the total as well. We talked about conditions last week and whether or not it would have an effect in Buffalo. Uh, it had no effect on Josh Allen and the Bills. They were spectacular last week. What about conditions in Green Bay? 12 degrees at kickoff. Doesn't look like there's going to be any precipitation. 49ers coming off the win over Dallas. Packers were off last week as the one seed in the NFC. Packers are a five-and-a-half-point favorite, and when we get to playoff time north of five points, you're starting to talk about kind of a significant margin. Yes, we are, and that's why you know I mentioned that the money line here. You could get you know plus two hundred, um, um, you know, in one of the uh, casinos in Mississippi on the money line for San Francisco. Maybe even you know two hundred five in some of the spots. So that the money line is interesting here. It is a lot of points for a playoff game, especially since the Niners have been sort of the kryptonite for the Packers over the past decade in the playoffs. Uh, last meeting in the playoffs two years ago in the NFC title game, destruction for San Francisco. Now, they've played twice since the Packers won both of them, including that game back in September. Uh, last year's game, I wouldn't even – I'd throw that out because Nick Mullins was in a quarterback. The Niners were already – were so injured. Uh, last second field goal, 51 yards by Crosby, saved Green Bay in late September. Since then, though, San Francisco has turned things around. About midseason, that Monday night game against the Rams, different teams since then. They've won and covered 8 of 10. Uh, they're healthier, and apparently Bosa and Warner are going to play. Uh, yeah, the conditions, uh, we'll see. Um, but um, I, I do know San Francisco is running the ball again. Elijah Mitchell is doing what Raheem Mostert did two years ago, and, and yeah. with Mostert being hurt pretty much since then, they needed a guy to step in. Mitchell's done that, the rookie from the Raging Cajuns down in Lafayette, and they have really figured out a very creative way to feature Debo Samuel. And uh, this, uh, what Shanahan has done with him is remarkable. But the biggest reason I like the Niners here is they've got a front four that can just generate pressure without having to blitz anybody. This has been a problem for Rodgers in the past. 
the Niners also. I like a team that was able to look into the abyss and pull itself out like it was at L.A. two weeks ago, also winning at Dallas. So this team's winning on the road. It's cold up there, but it's going to be cold for Green Bay, too. So I I think the Niners can win. I think their style lends itself to cold-weather football, and I think they can – I think they're actually happy to be out of San Francisco right now because I wouldn't want to be stuck in San Francisco. 27-24, 49ers scoring the upset. All right, so we got a couple of upsets so far. I'm, I'm with you. I don't think I'd want to be in San Francisco right now for myriad reasons. Rams and Bucks as we go to the Sunday games. Uh, touchdown Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Three-point favorite at home. Of course, the reigning Super Bowl champs. Man, Rams looked good last week. They did. And uh, that or Arizona looked bad, one or the other. Uh, yeah. But uh, it was a it was a thumping. Uh, there's a few two and a halfs popping up here, um, okay. and, and there's some three still out there. But the fact you know there's there's some buying pressure on the Rams here, which is understandable. I mean they looked really good. They have sort of had Tampa's number, Tampa Bay's number, the last two seasons or last season and this season. In both of those games, pretty similar. The Bucks couldn't run. Um, in the game in late September in Inglewood, I mean, Brady was actually the leading rusher for, with 14 yards for the Bucks. They only had 35 yards total rushing. Brady threw the ball 55 times in that game. The game last season, the Monday night game in November in uh, Tampa uh, at Raymond James, uh, Bucks didn't run either, and Brady threw the ball 48 times. That's not the sort of mix that uh, Bruce Arians would like. Now, it would be important to get uh, uh, Jensen, the center, and Tristan Wirfs, their tackle, back and healthy. That's going to be a game-time decision because I think Brady needs a little bit of an infantry diversion here. And what about Leonard Fournette? We're not sure if he's going to be back yet or not. It might be Keyshawn Vonnegut, who's been okay, uh, the Vanderbilt rookie. But they need to run the ball a little bit here. However, um, this is Stafford. I'm still not sure I trust Stafford here, and it, not the playoff stuff. I'm not going to blame him for Detroit not winning playoff, being a playoff team much the last 12 years. But Stafford, the second half of the season, when he got rattled, I mean, he he made many mistakes: 11 picks, four pick sixes. And I would also point out that last year in the playoffs, this is all about adjustments now. Tampa Bay adjusted very well. They had lost in New Orleans twice the regular season last year. They went down and beat the Drew Brees Saints in the Superdome in the playoffs last year. They also avenged a regular season loss in the soup against the Chiefs. Um, So that angle, the fact Brady has won his last nine division games, Tampa Bay to win it again, 30 to 23 bucks, but they're going to have to run the ball a little bit to do so. All right. Uh, there is one other game remaining, but we're going to leave you wanting a little bit more, Bruce. If uh, if folks want to get Bills, Chiefs, or any of your basketball, whether it's college or NBA plays, what's the uh, what's the best way to go about that? Thanks, uh, Rich. Check us out online, goldsheet.com. We talk about these NFL games in depth there, and we'll cover the football, of course, all the way to the Super Bowl, all the way through mid-February this year. And every day we have that unique basketball publication and picks up there. Every day, too, we're doing pretty good in college hoops lately. Goldsheet.com, my picks are there. Also, Vegas Insider and DonBest.com. I am curious. Do, do you think that there's a chance that Bill's Chiefs is the best game of the weekend? Uh, Yeah. Oh, it could be. I mean, uh um, though the recent meetings haven't been that good, really. The Bills won big back in October, and the Chiefs won kind of handily in both games last season. But I, I think this has the potential to maybe be the best game of the weekend. Um, it's all going to come down to the Chiefs, I think, keeping Josh Allen in the pocket. Uh, okay. New England couldn't do that last week. They didn't do anything last week against Buffalo offense. 
But um, when the Chiefs started to turn their season around in midseason this year, it was the defense doing it. It was getting Chris Jones back healthy in the lineup. It was mainly on the pass rush. Uh, so it's what you've got to just account for Allen's mobility. And by the sure. way, if there's any Buffalo fans in Mississippi or elsewhere, send a Christmas card every year to John Elway for not drafting Allen a few years ago when you're sitting right there in front of him and he took Bradley Chubb instead. That changed the course. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Heavy delays, 55 northbound starting around Highway 463 and about halfway up to the Gluckstead exit. Elsewhere, no other major problems to speak of so far this afternoon. Buckle up, drive safe, and have a great weekend. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with anywhere you might need a bathroom. Because when you gotta go, you gotta go. Please call us at 601-879-3969 or look us up, gottagorentals.com. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the trucks of the future for everyone. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks for 44 years straight. Built for performance and capability on and off-road. Because the trucks of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Ford F-Series. Drive one today. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Jake Mangum here. 
I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day-to-day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Can you feel it? Can you hear it? Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. game where I was giving him $400. He said, if you give me $400, I'm going to take my wife out to eat. I'm a smart guy. Good to be with you. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. So he picked uh, he picked upsets in the, uh, the two Saturday games. Bengals-Titans, he's got the Bengals. Niners-Packers, he picked the Niners to win it in Green Bay. Rams-Bucks went with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers winning and covering, and uh, Bruce just kept talking right on into the break. If you're curious, he did pick the uh, the Chiefs to beat the Bills and to uh, and to cover in that ball game. The Kansas City Chiefs are a one and a half point favorite. What do you guys think? Which which one of these is your favorite game this weekend? Favorite, whether it's like from a wagering standpoint or just from a watching standpoint. Bengals Titans. Number one out of the gate. Why? From a uh, from a watching standpoint, for me, it's Bills Titans. From a gambling standpoint, Bills don't play the Titans. Oh, I'm sorry, Bills uh, Titans cheat. Bills Chiefs. Bills Chiefs. They're gonna okay. be all turned around there. Um, and then from a gambling standpoint, I thought Titans. Titans Bengals. You like Tennessee laying the points? Yeah. It's funny, we get uh, Bills, love the Bills against the Chiefs, and then we get don't bet against Joe. I, mean, I think Cincinnati is a real chance to go in there, what will be a fantastic environment. You know, not the best engineered stadium for incredible crowd noise, but it'll still be a great environment. Him going on the road, Derrick Henry back. But, oh, you talking about Nashville? Yeah. Dude, that place gets loud. It does get loud. It's an NFL stadium. They basically all do, but... There's louder. Point being, it should be a great atmosphere. And, you know, I I, I saw some people that work in NFL media that have had, like, doctors on and stuff analyzing Derrick Henry's practice videos. And all of them said, you know, he's a superhuman. (laughs) And after I said this, he'll run for 250 yards. But that didn't look like a guy that was fully recovered. But he's a superhuman, and it'll probably work out fine. But Derrick Henry, that hadn't played in a while, that may not be 100%, can Tannehill outduel Burrow at home in that environment, which will be nice and nasty? I'm into that one more than all the others. Okay. 
I like the storylines in that one, I guess is what I'm getting at, more so than the other three games. I like the storylines here the most. I'm with you on that front. I can absolutely get on board with that. Best uniform combination of the week, 49ers-Packers or Bills-Chiefs? Because it's not Titans-Bengals and it's not Rams-Buccaneers. It's 49ers-Packers. It's the old school. I mean, those are the same uniforms they've been wearing for years, decades. So, yeah, i got to go with them. So is it 49ers in all white? Or will they be white white and gold, won't they? Gold pants? I think they would do white and gold, wouldn't they? Packers were green at home, right? Are they? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They were green at home, yes. Yeah. Trying to see (laughs) when we've seen the 49ers in on the road this year. Somebody said if it were Oilers against Cincinnati, that would be the best uniform matchup. That'd be pretty good. I don't know, man. I might go with. uh, I might go with Chiefs-Bills as the best uniform combination, assuming the Bills go all white. Because the Chiefs uniforms are just so good. Just so good. I know it doesn't matter. I get that. But aesthetically, those will be two pleasing games. What what have you found out? Niners road uniforms there, hey, Dad. Is that what you're Googling? No. I don't care about the soccer scores. I'm not looking at the They wore red in Dallas. I mean, I know they wore red in Dallas because Dallas wears white at home. Yeah. I didn't realize that was a question. Somebody says the Chiefs' uniforms are ugly. What? How's that? I lost Borky with the uniform conversation. He did. The white on gold for the Niners is awesome if they go that route. Well, give me another one of these games that you're... Rams Bucks could be really fun if the Rams play the way they did last week. <coughs> yeah, I'm curious to see how healthy is Tampa is up front. Because um, that's... That is the key in that game, right? If they can't protect Brady, if that Rams defensive line can get to him, that'd be a long night for Tom. I mean, that's it. If they're not healthy, if those two injuries last week do not recover in time for this game, and honestly, I I couldn't tell you if they will, but if they haven't, even if they play and they're not 100%, I'm just saying. We'll see. Sports Talk Mississippi with you. Two hours in the books. and we come back, college football fix, then it will be time for a Food Friday from Polk's. We'll be right back. Your home for all his sports. America's music. Laura Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Veroni's Tree Forces. 601-345-99. 
designed Mary Corsetti. President Biden commending hundreds of the nation's city leaders while addressing the 90th winter meeting of the Conference of Mayors. You know what it means to solve real problems, to be held accountable for the people you serve. That's why when I put together my cabinet, I called on former mayors. Biden also thanked them for helping get the bipartisan infrastructure bill passed by Congress. Meanwhile, top U.S. and Russian diplomats agreeing to keep talking in the standoff over Ukraine, even though their meeting produced no movement in the crisis. Officials here are a bit more reassured after that high-level meeting today of Antony Blinken and Sergei Lavrov. Lavrov called it constructive. Blinken called it critical. The gap between the two sides remains wide. Blinken demanding Russia pull back its troops. Lavrov saying they're not invading. Russia sticking to demands that NATO stay out of Ukraine and its U.S.-led troops leave Eastern Europe. Those are non-starters for the U.S. Fox's Greg Palcott. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the rev by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm J.T. Mitchell and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Medical Cannabis Act of 2022 passed through the House on a vote of 104 to 14 on Wednesday afternoon. Right before, three changes were made in committee. Number one, the maximum amount a person can receive per month was lowered from three and a half ounces to three ounces. Number two, cultivators and processors can now be located in commercial areas. And number three, the Ag Department has been removed from any potential role in the program. Commissioner Andy Gibson thanked lawmakers for the change, saying he believes the best place for a truly medical program is under the Department of Health. Gibson told us last year he didn't want his agency to be involved at all. Our farm groups do not want this program under the Department of Agriculture. we got to stay focused on supporting our farmers and agriculture, legal agriculture, and not this illegal substance that, you know, they're asking me basically to bless, and I'm not ready to do that. Gibson also said that they're committing to assisting the Department of Health on any technical issues that may arise. To read more about the program, go to supertalk.fm. Dear Mississippi, it's our great honor to serve as your physicians. It's from that sense of service that we ask that you help protect all Mississippians and our loved ones by getting vaccinated. Vaccines are safe and reliable and even effective against the Delta variant. Getting vaccinated helps protect our children, supports our health care workers in their efforts, and helps save lives. We understand that you may have questions. Please reach out to your primary care physician for answers. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. 
A Richland man has been arrested for killing cats with a pellet gun. Samuel Allen Hardy Jr. was arrested at his home on Tuesday morning after a citizen saw a dead cat that had been left on a doorstep. Upon further investigation, Richland PD found a second murdered cat. Hardy, 54 years old, has been charged with two counts of felonious injury to or killing of an animal. Each charge carries up to three years in prison. And the CDC has released a map that tracks levels of inactivity across America. According to the study, Mississippi is one of seven states where 30% or more adults were physically inactive. The other states were Arkansas, Kentucky, Oklahoma, West Virginia, Louisiana, and Alabama. In terms of region, the South had the highest prevalence of physical inactivity at 27.5%, with the Midwest following at 25.2%. The CDC recommends that adults get at least 150 minutes of moderate-intensity activity each week. The map in its entirety can be viewed at cdc.gov, and you can find the latest in Mississippi news, politics, and sports at supertalk.fm. I'm J.T. Mitchell. Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subjects you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. Jumpstart Test Prep. It is a fact. Severe weather causes power outages. Some outages can last days. A Taylor Power Systems generator can give you peace of mind within seconds of a power outage, reassuring you that your business or home is protected and the lights are on. Call Taylor Power Systems today at 601-932-5674. Beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. I can't believe what I'm hearing. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Electric Avenue in this uh, five o'clock hour. What do you say? And then we'll take it higher. There you go. Sports Talk Mississippi. Great to be with you. Final hour of the work week, which means it is my opportunity to you to say welcome to the weekend. Thanks for being with us in the Pearl River Resort studio. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. Pearl River Resort, home of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. <coughs> if you want to be part of the conversation, like Greg on the C Spire text line, you can hit us up at 601-879-4395. If you're a parent, you already know your kids are online for everything. That's why C Spire is providing award-winning parental controls from Bark, free with any C Spire wireless plan. Learn more at cspire.com slash Bark. Here we go. Time right now for the college football fix.
football fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Check out buyfordnow.com. Find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. 44 straight years. That's how long F-Series has been the number one selling truck in America. Good luck finding one. They're hard to find right now. They're incredibly popular. They are in demand. So visit your local Mississippi Ford dealer and you don't see what you're looking for. Well, talk to uh, talk to one of the the sales representatives. Talk to the sales manager and see what you can find out about when a new F one fifty is going to be on the lot. Do that at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. Are they all gone because you're buying them all? Just stockpiling F one fifties in your driveway? Nope, only one at a time, man. I hear you. Only one at a time. I did. Yeah. Uh. I did actually call this morning to say, "Hey, man, you want to swap trucks?" <laughs> Steve gotcha. told me it was gonna it was gonna be a little while. They didn't have any in right now. Got changes well, cars the way people change socks. Well, once a month, basically, yeah. Nah, a little more often than that, or a little less. Sorry, not more often than that. More less often, often than that. What do you, what do you uh, change more, car, trucks or houses? I can't tell. I can't keep up. The house thing is done for a while. Like, is it? Hopefully for a long while. Let's stay put. Happy where we are. I like a project, man. What can I say? Is that why you brought me on? (laughs) Well played, Mr. Haydad. By most accounts, Auburn, Alabama is a pretty cool place to live. Great place. The loveliest village on the plains they call. I like Auburn. I like Auburn's campus. And with no disrespect to those who have Stillwater on their minds and in their hearts, my one trip to Stillwater, I was kind of like, Meh. <laughs> this is, uh, I'm, I'm sure they're lovely people. In fact, I know there are. I met many of them, many lovely people in Stillwater. Not sure that that is uh, exactly where I would uh, pick to live, but it looks like that's where Derek Mason is going to pick to live. Going to leave Auburn and ease on over to Stillwater to be the defensive coordinator from the Cowpokes. After just one season, Auburn's defensive coordinator, Derek Mason, the former head coach at Vanderbilt, is leaving Auburn. Matt Zenitz had on three reports that he is headed to fill Jeff Schmetting. Um, I'm sorry, that's two different... Jeff Schmetting, who is a guy you've never heard of, is going to be the new defensive coordinator at Auburn. And uh, Derek Mason's headed to Oklahoma State. What are we doing here? Why, why is this happening? I, I think it's really simple. You know, we've seen a bunch of staff members leave Ole Miss for various reasons, and we've been able to describe them all. I don't think this means, like, it's not an <clears throat> indictment, I don't believe, on Brian Harson himself. I believe Derek Mason is a smart guy that sees I have some pretty good capital right now. And I know that Oklahoma State is stable. And I'm fairly confident that Brian Harson's 2022 will be his last in Auburn. So, although it's a downgrade, no doubt, would you rather make a million a year for three years or a million a year for one year? I'll take three years. Simple math yeah. tells you that there's more longevity and stability at Oklahoma State than Auburn. I don't think, like, 
Yeah, I don't think like Brian Harson's just this terrible guy and all this stuff. No, I mean you you win the way he did at Boise State because you can coach ball. But I think something's wrong with that fit or whatever at Auburn. He's not going to last. It's more likely that he does not last twenty twenty two than does it feels like. And so Derek Mason's going to stability as opposed to keeping the better job. I think it's really that simple. Can I poke a hole in that theory? Bring it. If Brian Harson gets fired next year and Derek Mason stays on as the defensive coordinator at Auburn, it will take Derek Mason approximately 37 seconds to be offered a defensive coordinator job at Oklahoma State or somewhere just like it. True. I don't think that matters for Derek Mason. I don't think. Does that make sense? It does. What you're saying makes sense, but at the same time, why not just go ahead and get ahead of, of, of the train wreck? I mean, if I told you, hey, it's going to be a train wreck, I mean, are you going to get on the train? No. Just, let's, let's, I'll find another way there. Just, so why not go ahead and get in, get into that stable situation and, and, and you know avoid the uh, the fallout that is sure to happen this year when Auburn is 6-6 six and six or 5-7? and seven? I, think, I think it's simpler than that, guys. I don't think it's about stability. I don't think it's about money. I think he thinks Auburn's not going to be worth a crap, and Oklahoma State's going to be pretty darn good. That, there's that. That's a very fair assessment. <laughs> it's more fun to coach on a team that wins than doesn't. Yeah, would like hey. to welcome Derek Mason to the Auburn Haters Club. And I imagine he probably wants to get back into head coaching. I mean, once you've tasted that and also cashed the checks, it's probably something you want to do me again. As a tough sell. It would be, but Vanderbilt, man. I know. You can explain I mean, that. What are, what are we talking about here? Will Muschamp got a second head coaching job. Surely Derek Mason can hey, get one. Muschamp won 11 games in one year at Florida. That did it's happen. It's true. It's true. Signed the number two recruiting class in the country that same year. Who are you more confident? Uh, by the way, speaking of teams that I think are going to take big step backs in 2022, K.J. Jefferson had a, a knee procedure today. Hmm? Getting stuff cleaned up. It wasn't like ACL surgery, but... Apparently affected him in the back half of the season. They lose a ton on defense, does Arkansas. A ton. But and and a running back and yeah, a couple wide receivers. They're still well coached. They they I know they lose Trillon Burks, but they brought in Jaden Hazelwood, who's a five star kid from Oklahoma in the transfer portal. I, I, right now, I think Arkansas will be fine because as long as they have KJ Jefferson, they're going to be okay. And they they they're well coached. They, they they're not going to drop too much. I don't think. I mean, they were eight and four. I don't think they're going to drop. Much past seven and five. I mean, it's not going out on a limb at all to say that I expect Auburn to be the worst team in the West next year. Yeah, you're on record with that. Oh, Both of you. I am. Yeah, I am very much on the record with that. I mean, going into 2022, we'll do the hot seat thing at some point this off season because we always do. I think Harson is on fire, and the rest of the league is kind of chilling. I mean, it, it always goes down this way. But going into this season, is there anybody else? Who leaves first at Auburn? Alan Green? I, I, I'm sorry for derailing you mid-sentence. Finish that thought. Well, just sorry. Is there anybody else that you would consider, if the season doesn't go well, they will get canned? Not a coach would leave, but they will get fired if the season doesn't go well. If there's anybody else, is there anybody else in the SEC that has that? I mean, no, right? 
I mean, hey, Dad might tell you if Leach loses to Ole Miss for a third consecutive year. Hey, if, well, if Leach has a like a if they take a big step back, if they went like I don't think they would, right? But if they went four and eight, five and seven, and lost to Ole Miss a third straight year, he might be in trouble. Yeah, five and seven and a loss to Ole Miss would have the fan base at large calling for termination because no, they'd strongly. be tired of it. Yeah, at that point. But other than that, the flip side of that is. They haven't taken a step back. It's been no, a progression. That's right. Year one, right, year right, two, right. and you want to see a progression year two to year three. Right. Jimbo might be one if they didn't have to owe him $125 million for however much it is. I feel like you end up with poo on your face for believing this. But isn't Texas A&M close to recruiting itself to a point where it can't be an average football team? We can't forget in 2020, they were a 9-1 and team, finished fifth, should have finished fourth, and been a playoff team. Yeah. That did happen. I think that's more of a national conversation than a local conversation as it pertains to A&M. I don't know, Borky. You may be right. That may be the only spot in the entire SEC. Food Friday coming up next. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. They're locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Just call 601-605-4443. So far, just seeing some minor delays. 55 northbound at 463 in Madison County. And also seeing some minor delays at the Stack 20 westbound at Gallatin. Otherwise, things looking pretty good. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Start off the new year with explosive savings during our New Year celebration at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. In 2022, it's our resolution to continue our mission to give you the most savings possible every single day. That's right. We're here to get you the best deal possible on every Mitsubishi in stock. RidgelandMitsubishi.com. With zero down, pay only $2.89 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage G4 ESs. That's zero down on brand new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage. We're also offering super low 1.9% financing for 72 months, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And don't forget about Ridgeland Mitsubishi's new lifetime powertrain warranty. That's right, a lifetime powertrain warranty only from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Bring in your trade. We'll give you a whole lot for whatever you're driving, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So start off 2022 with explosive savings during our New Year celebration at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. With approved credit deal features. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. 
Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer for the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. What the heck are you doing? Sports Talk Mississippi, on your radio and in the game. Sports Talk Mississippi. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. We've come to that time of the week. 20 minutes after 5 o'clock on a Friday afternoon only means one thing here on Sports Talk Mississippi. It means it's time for a Food Friday brought to you by Polk's Meat. Visit them online at polksmeat.com. You can see all that they've got to offer. You can order one of those T-shirts that we've given away in the past if you are so inclined. The one that uh, says no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polks. What's the plan for the weekend, boys? we got four football games. We've got Mississippi State and Ole Miss basketball tomorrow afternoon, 3 o'clock tip-off. I don't know if that cuts into a little grilling time on Saturday, if that means it's a perfect time to light up the grill on Saturday afternoon. Is it too cold to grill? Are you going to go inside? And then the question is, what are you doing? You can tell us on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. What is on the menu this weekend? What's on the menu this weekend? Going to go the smoked sausage route? Going to do a ham route? Anything else? Hmm. What you think, guys? What's the plan for the weekend? Got a take to start you out with, first of all. Uh, beef ribs are the superior rib. Over baby back, over Kansas City style, whatever it may be, beef ribs are the best, and therefore I am making them this weekend. Little mustard binder. Shout out to the home state. Salt and pepper, smoke until 165, 170, wrap, finish it off, pull it right at 203. <laughs> not 204 and not 202. 203, unwrap and serve. I'm making beef ribs this weekend. They are the superior rib. I'll die on that hill. They're really easy to make, not too complicated. Salt pepper with a binder, smoke until 165. Wrap until just over 200 and pull. That's all you got to do. 
Got a buddy, and I guess this is uh, last weekend at deer camp for a lot of people. It says ribeyes tonight at the deer camp. Mmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jason says it is never too cold to grill. Trust me on this. Jason probably has a foot of snow outside his front door as he listens to us from uh, the greater Flagstaff, Arizona area. Darren and Jackson putting a dozen duck breasts and some smoked sausage on the smoker. Yeah, Darren, that sounds good. Uh, If you ain't eating deer steak at deer camp, you're doing something wrong. That's on the ceasefire text line. Uh, Ooh, ooh, Borky. Dissenting opinion. Not a concurring opinion, a dissenting opinion. I respected the food advice until I heard you say beef ribs are the best ribs. They are. They are, man. They're bigger. They're easier to make, too. Okay. And and this is also a a bit of a take. Borky, you just got disowned from the state of, well, he says North Carolina. I guess he meant South Carolina. That's fine. I live here now. (laughs) So did you get, get like, the beef short ribs or the beef back ribs? What do you have? I've got short ribs. Okay, but I'm I'm probably going to do two different kinds because why not? I got nothing else. It's going to be cold. There's football on. I might I might just do both. Yeah. Uh, I I think the flavor in beef barbecue is better than the flavor in pork barbecue. There's your second hot food take of the day. Well, I, I, will, I prefer I brisket say, and beef ribs over pulled pork and and baby back ribs. I will say, as it pertains to the Polk's smoked sausage, the beef smoked sausage is really, really good. Now, the Cajun smoked sausage, or uh, the Cajun smoked sausage, which is pork based, is my favorite, but the beef smoked sausage from Polk's is really good. Hey, Dad, you, you have not been for at least the last couple of weekends in uh, excellent grilling condition? No. Will that change this weekend? See, you sort of hit on it, like Saturday with the game at 3 o'clock. I mean, I got no window to do it, so it'll have to be something on Sunday. I'm doing a big cookout next Saturday. So this weekend I might keep it sort of simple. I was thinking sort of what what we just just talked about, just a couple of steaks maybe, maybe to celebrate getting better, have a nice big ribeye steak this weekend. Mm. Mm. And that's the way to go. I I I think it was... It was not last weekend. It was weekend before, and I put a big ribeye, a bone-in ribeye on the grill. Did fillets for the kids. Had some asparagus, some smoked sausage on there. Yeah, yeah. And man, that was good. Oh, it was so good. Hey, hey that was you know, a couple you know weeks ago when you were talking about that. Yeah. One of our regular food contributors with pictures and stories and whatnot has been Hammy in Hattiesburg. Well, Hammy is still listening, but Hammy's not at Hattiesburg anymore. He's had a, uh, a transfer. He's down in Fort Rucker. And uh, he said he wanted to meet the neighbors, and the only way he knew how to make a good impression was to just fire up the grill. <laughs> so he sent us a picture of a big old pork tenderloin on the grill earlier this uh, week. Glad to have Hammy still listening. Um, hey, Dad, you could grill Saturday after the game if you had lights. That comes. I could. Gosh, I'm like 19 degrees out there. Yeah, it's going to be cold. Uh, Venison boudin and pork ribs with my dad's barbecue sauce. 
Venison boudin. Ooh, that's... Oh. Huh. Never heard of it. Can't be bad. Uh, Boudin's another just fantastic and cheap meat option. No? It really is. Like, j- just like my, my chuck roast take, I, I can do a chuck it, and enjoy it just as much as I do a brisket, and it's far less stressful, and you have a harder time screwing it up. Boudin is excellent, and it's cheap, depending on your grocery store, of course. All right, so uh, I've gotten a message to my phone. We got one on the uh, the ceasefire. Tech. By the way, our sardines and honey buns guys back again this week. This is consecutive Fridays where we've had sardines and honey buns as a, an eating plan for the weekend. Your gut probably hates you, man. Uh, where was this first one? The, it was the smoked steak chili. That's from Hal. Okay. And then uh, my buddy just sent me a message that he's going smoked brisket chili. Chili is a good choice. Yeah. This time of year. Beans in the chili or no? No. None? None. Dude, I put red beans in chili. I don't... Well, I mean, you think beef ribs are better than pork ribs. Because they are. (laughs) Because they are. Yeah. I still have not done what I said I was going to do, but there's plenty of time and there's plenty of meat in the freezer to do it. But, uh... I'm going to do deer chili here before long. And I Good think thing I, Obi bagged one. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It's going to last for a while. Yeah. Uh, he, um, I, I told you, I think about my Rotel last weekend. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think we talked about it last Friday. So I, that I went, smoked queso? Yeah, but we didn't do it exactly that. So I, I browned the, browned the um, deer meat in the skillet. And then added it to Velveeta with a can of Rotel in there and a block of cream cheese in there. And it was spectacular. I mean, I know I'm not, like, reinventing the wheel with that. I, I get that. but I might I might do venison, too. I might I might do – I can get some deer meat. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Deer chili tonight with a side of Polk's Cajun sausage. Man, that there is a go. good, cold Friday night meal. You'll be happy. Borky, here's one for you. Um, P&A Processor in Pearl makes a fantastic venison boudin if you are in the markets. It's relatively close to where you are. You can try that oh, out. Oh, I can, I can make the drive. No, no doubt. doubt. Man, I love it. it. It just, you know, you just you get boudin, throw it on the grill, cut it, put it on a cracker with some crystal. Put Watch that football. on a cracker, dude. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. And watch football. That sounds like I, I might just scrap the beef ribs idea and be extra lazy and just put boudin on the grill, heat it up, and eat it with crackers. Uh, have you guys done smoky cream cheese yet? I haven't done that. I keep seeing it everywhere, but I haven't done it. What a great picture here. Sous vide and seared venison. Look at that. Look at it. It looks Goodness. fantastic, and I bet it is tender. Yeah, there's no way it's not good. Yeah. Richard, will you please share Obi's deer meat with Haydad? Yes, I, got a guy. I will be more than happy to. I got a guy that gets deer. I got my guy down here. Hmm. 
So food Friday. You can take your gift and shove it, Richard. Yeah. Sorry. Next week I'll have a, I'll have a lot to talk about next week. Food Friday brought to you by Polk's Meat. Visit them online at polksmeat.com. And when you visit your grocer, make sure that you look for that Polk's label. And if you can't find it, find the manager of the meat department and say, I want Polk's. Why? Because picky people pick Polk's. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny skies and cold, high only to 39. Tonight, partly cloudy and chilly, low around 21. Your Saturday, sunny skies, high near 45. And for your Sunday, sunny conditions, high near 51. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal... Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Anytime you play sports, accidents can happen. And your next place should be Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent Ortho Care. Our subspecialized surgeons and staff are ready to take care of your injury and get you back to peak performance. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 in Jackson, 8 to 7 in Flowood in Madison, and Saturday, 8 to 2 in Madison. Any injury, any sport, Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent Ortho Care gets you back in the game. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Medical Cannabis Act of 2022 passed through the House on a vote of 104 to 14 on Wednesday afternoon. Right before, three changes were made in committee. Number one, the maximum amount a person can receive per month was lowered from 3.5 ounces to 3 ounces. Number two, cultivators and processors can now be located in commercial areas. And number three, the Ag Department has been removed from any potential role in the program. Commissioner Andy Gibson thanked lawmakers for the change, saying he believes the best place for a truly medical program is under the Department of Health. Gibson told us last year he didn't want his agency to be involved at all. 
Our farm groups do not want this program under the Department of Agriculture. We got to stay focused on supporting our farmers and agriculture, legal agriculture, and not this illegal substance that you know they're asking me basically to bless. And I'm not ready to do that. Gibson also said that they're committing to assisting the Department of Health on any technical issues that may arise. To read more about the program, go to supertalk.fm. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back and play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up-to-the-minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Let's go. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Start yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Jeff says, you guys have a great time with your job. Whether you're talking about sports or food, I enjoy listening daily. Thanks, Jeff. If this is we, your job, uh, we appreciate that. If this is your job and you can't have a good time of it, you just don't need to do this job. You're kind of doing it wrong. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, Jeff told us that he was doing ribeyes and crawfish stuffed potatoes tonight. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Jeff is winning. I love a good food Friday, man. Meanwhile, Hey Dad is coughing. It just it's it's very little. It's almost done. You you you're feeling a little better, he said. Oh yeah, I feel much better today. Sleeping better at night? Yes, I am. Attaboy. boy. Yeah, Atta we're getting boy. well. We're getting well. Dogs and Rebs round two. Oh, uh, now I'm sick again. Sorry, what? Now I'm sick again. You brought you brought that up. You love it when Mississippi State and Ole Miss get together for a uh, good old-fashioned Donnybrook in any sport, don't you? Not this one, no. 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 Are you not optimistic about the outcome tomorrow? I, I'm, not, I'm not optimistic that I'm going to see a good basketball game. I'll put it that way. Okay. Two, I mean, State's just such an underachieving team, and Ole Miss is just not good, period. 
So, you know. They were one day. One day. They, Two they played, weeks ago they were. They were good. They played really, really well. And if they play like that again, they'll probably come out of Starkville with a win. Um, you know, State's got to find a way to bounce back. I don't expect a, a massive crowd or anything like that. You know, there may be six, 7,000 maybe. Um, really? We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I just don't think that, I just don't think people are excited. 82-72 was the final the first time that these two got together. Ole Miss had a 14-point lead at the half. Mississippi State outscored them by four in the second half. That was the second SEC game of the year. Iverson Molinar had 16. Garrison Brooks had 16. DJ Jeffries had 13 on 4 of 14 shooting that night. Ole Miss was led by, if you remember, Matthew Morrell, who in 37 minutes went 10 of 11 from the field, 5 of 5 from the three-point line, and 6 of 6 from the free-throw line for his career-high 31 points. Sean Ruffin had 17. Nysir Brooks had 15. Jamin Brakefield had 15 as well. Jarkel Joyner played just six minutes in that game. Don't think he has played since, maybe one game since. Obviously not available tomorrow. In fact, Ole Miss down at least two and maybe three. We'll see about Austin Crowley. He did not play in the uh, the midweek game. Played only four minutes against Mississippi State the first time around. Ole Miss is thin. From a depth standpoint, it's really not there. Now, Tolu Smith did not play in the first game for Mississippi State. And so if I could see a battle of big men down low tomorrow with Smith and uh, and Nicear Brooks, that could be fun to watch. Iverson Molinar and um, and Deshaun Ruffin. That's the matchup we're watching, isn't it? Because Ruffin did a good job on Mol- I mean, Mol- I know Molinar had 16 points, but Ruffin did a pretty good job with him in the first game. Ruffin had a good game. I mean, he did? You know, I- I forget how many assists he had, but he played really well in that game. Eight assists uh, and seventeen points in thirty minutes. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a big difference maker for Ole Miss. Uh, obviously, you know him, and he, you can't count on Morrell to be you know thirty one points again. But if he can be in double digits, that'll be a, a good start for Ole Miss. I think whoever comes gets out in front in this game early is going to win it and probably coast. Yeah. I feel like both teams are just looking for a reason to lay down. So if you give it to them early, you might you might just get an easy win. Hey, Dad, I, I know you've made jokes or made reference to this a number of times. That one three one, the first time Mississippi State sees it in a season, seems to have issues. I don't remember if that was a huge part of Ole Miss's success in the first game. Was it? They they they, they definitely threw it out there on state and were able to to cause some confusion. No question. Yeah. And state, it's just state the weirdest had 11 thing. Turnovers in the game though. They did, but Ole Miss was able to force a lot of bad shots out of it. And, and some of that's on state for taking bad shots. I mean, they, they do that. They do that. So, And not having Tolu Smith was a problem with that because, you know, instead of looking to him, you're maybe looking to shoot threes or you know, take long jumpers instead of trying to get the ball inside. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. State needs to win because, I mean, the, the next seven games are just a nightmare for them. They're just yeah. really, really tough. They need to have some sort of positive momentum going into them. What do you expect to see tomorrow, Borky? You should see a Mississippi State team that is focused and ready to play, no doubt. I mean, for a lot of reasons, you're at home, you've got to win this game, stuff like that. I mean, it's kind of a broken record. I would like to see more intentional shot creation for Iverson Molinar, whether you have to manufacture it through sets or whatever, or he doing it on his own. Um, 
Ole Miss has got some pretty good young athletic guards, as you mentioned, but he should be able to have success against this Ole Miss team. They need to manufacture good possessions for him, and if they don't do that tomorrow, then the season's going to come to an inevitable end because if they haven't learned by now they need to do that, then, well, maybe they never will. But big opportunity for them tomorrow to get some fans back in, to get, I mean, they're in the first four out, so get maybe back on the right side of the bubble once again. Ben Howland's been really good against Ole Miss in game two of this series for some reason. Yeah. Got to have this one tomorrow. Yeah. And if they do, they'll probably bump a couple of spots in the net and just kind of hold serve with where they are in the, what, high 40s, low 50s, and that is within shouting distance of the bubble. I mean, that, that yeah, gives you a chance to have meaningful games down the stretch in the uh, in the SEC. There was college basketball last night. Not a ton of it. Thursday night's kind of a light night, but there was American Conference basketball, and Memphis hosted SMU last night. And the story was not necessarily SMU winning the game. The story is what happened after the game when Penny Hardaway was meeting with members of the media. Now, this has been edited, and so you don't necessarily have to go earmuffs, but you will get the point Penny Hardaway did not like the line of questioning, and it was not that difficult a line of questioning, by the way, that he was getting from the Memphis media. I think the one thing I can say to this media, because this media gets kind of up sometimes when it comes to me, we don't have our full roster. Y'all know we don't have our full roster. Stop asking me stupid questions about if I feel like I can do something. If I had my roster like they did, then I feel like I can do whatever I want to do. I'm coaching really hard. My boys are playing really hard. I'm not embarrassed about nothing. We have four freshmen starting. Y'all need to act like it. Act like we got 17, 18, and 19 year olds out here trying to learn how to play against 22, 23, and 24 year old guys. Come on, man. Stop disrespecting me, bro. Like, don't do that. I work too hard. I work way too hard for that. Y'all write all these articles about me, and all I do is work. We got young kids on the floor. They got young kids on the floor. All that smoke. Whew. I mean, you sort of made this joke earlier when we were talking uh, before the show, but do John Calipari and Mike Krzyzewski and all the other guys who go heavy one and done, do they have these same comments about, well, I'm playing a bunch of freshmen? Yeah, we're going to play those clips now. So this is John Calipari complaining about having a young team that is a little bit banged up, and he doesn't have his entire roster on the floor. Borky, can you play that right now? Yeah, here it is. That's John Calipari. Yeah. If we could listen to Bill Self complaining about his young, talented roster full of future NBA guys that aren't getting it done and the injuries that he's dealing with, could we could we, could we we play that? Yeah, here's cut two. That was Kansas coach Bill Self. Mike Krzyzewski... In his final year coaching college basketball, uh, pretty talented roster. Not always getting them to play exactly, though, the way that he wants them. They are working hard. This is Mike Krzyzewski complaining about what the media writes about him. All right, that was Coach K. Yeah, we don't have those clips. So Penny is now upset with the media that got him the job because the media 
is writing bleeped up stories about him and he's working his bleeping rear end off. He's probably not coaching a lick harder than any other coach in the country, but sure. He's also not a good basketball coach. The best thing that Penny Hardaway could do is just sit down and shut up and let Larry Brown do it. Him go recruit him and let Larry Brown coach him up. We're not big fans of this guy, but Dan Wolken had it right. He's like, this is not the right job for a first-time head coach. Also, if you're going to coach college basketball, you should probably know the ages of college basketball players. Yeah, that would be a good place to start. Twenty-four and twenty-five-year-olds that SMU was running out that uh, that boat raced Memphis. Good grief! Whew. Seventy to sixty-two, SMU. That was on the heels of losing to East Carolina, which was on the heels of losing to UCF. Wow. Memphis basketball, 9-8. and eight. With a loss to Ole Miss mix in there as well. We'll be back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Looking fairly decent for the most part. Some slowdowns, 49 southbound in Richland Air at Harper. Also seeing delays in Brandon, Highway 18 at Highway 468. Buckle up, drive safe, have a great weekend. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Sleep. Worrying about low CD rates? Do I have enough money to retire? Is my principal safe? IRAs. Don't worry, I can help. And you can sleep better too. Call David Cox, direct, 601-594-8977. 601-594-8977. Now. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks. They're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Trust Care Kids in Madison now offers the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. Every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., just walk in or schedule an appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Our expert team of pediatric specialists will have you in and out in a jiffy. It couldn't be any easier. TrustCare has led the way in COVID testing and vaccinations. Let us be the provider you trust to keep your entire family safe. That's TrustCareKids.com. TrustCare Health. Feel better, faster. 
Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Dream, the new degree of comfort. During the COVID pandemic, Mississippi's nurse practitioners were on the front lines of providing patients with high-quality care. With over 6,000 nurse practitioners practicing in our state, there's no reason we should continue to struggle with access to care. With many in rural areas having no access at all, Mississippi's archaic laws force NPs into unfair contracts just to go to work and do the job they're trained to do. Tell your legislators to support full practice authority as 28 other states have done and end forced government contracting. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of nurse practitioners when it comes to your business it solutions smarter is better meet the authority from cspire our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes taking on their toughest it challenges while finding new opportunities connectivity data security cloud services you name the tech we have a specialist for it cspire business win with authority your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit ceasefire.com slash business. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. How do you like that? I love it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Carrying you into the weekend, Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, one last time on this Friday. Pretty darn good sports weekend. Get the American Express happening out in uh, Palm Desert. Golf, that's uh, at your thing. Beautiful weather out there. You gonna watch that, Haydad, this weekend? No, yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, but I'm sure there's some uh, some soccer that we all got to jump up and get ready for in there. 11.30 a.m. Sunday. It's only on Peacocks. So it's only streaming. But Chelsea uh, hosts Tottenham Hotspur. Big London Derby. Chelsea needs to get back to their uh, winning ways. Which uh, wh- Whose place are they playing at? Oh, they're at Chelsea. They're at Stamford Bridge. Okay. Hotspur Stadium's legit. Really, really nice. Must the most beautiful empty trophy case you've ever seen. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, you got basketball tomorrow? Bunch of basketball. Man, there are some... Oh, boy, good games, too. In terms of atmosphere, I don't think that there will be a better one than what you're going to see in Auburn, Alabama tomorrow when Auburn hosts Kentucky. Boy, that one is going to be on fire tomorrow. And it'll be really, really cool to watch. They had people camping out last night. You know how cold it was last night? Yeah. Camping out outside of Auburn Arena to uh, get in for Kentucky at Auburn at noon tomorrow on CBS. Get in the door ticket price for Kentucky and number two Auburn. Take a guess. Take a guess. $374. That is not sitting courtside, by the way. 
Vandy in Florida at noon. Georgia, South Carolina, 2.30. Ole Miss and State at 3. That's on ESPNU. LSU at Tennessee on ESPN. They are expecting a big crowd at Thompson Bowling tomorrow night and Missouri at Alabama and Texas A&M at Arkansas. So that's the uh, that's the slide. <laughs> Here's your comparison. You're getting the door ticket price across the SEC tomorrow. Uh, Fayetteville, $21. Tuscaloosa, $17. Tennessee, 10 bucks. Starkville, $21. Columbia, South Carolina, $9. Vandy in Florida, you can get into the uh, O-Dome for 18 bucks. To get inside Auburn Arena, it will cost you $374. There you go. And then two NFL games tomorrow. And two NFL games on Sunday. You got the afternoon night doubleheader tomorrow, 3.30 on CBS, Bengals and Titans. 7.15 tomorrow night on Fox, Niners and Packers. On Sunday, NBC at 2 o'clock. Rams and Buccaneers. And then at 5.30, it's Buffalo and Kansas City to wrap up the weekend. That's a heck of a sports weekend on TV. Not in terms of volume, but in terms of quality. Big time quality, all over. Volume's pretty decent too, though. Well, yeah. I mean, if you want to throw all the basketball in there, and there is a lot of that, obviously. Want to get the the weather here, just just so for that that game in Green Bay, seven fifteen is when you said kickoff is. Yep. Ooh. 11 degrees at kickoff. 12 degrees with a uh, wind gust of 12 miles per hour. We're falling to 5 degrees with a wind chill of minus 15 in the fourth quarter. 73% chance of humidity. I'm going to assume that won't be rain. I don't think it's supposed to snow, though. Well, then it's going to be a heavy, heavy atmosphere. And nice and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, C Spire text line. I think if State comes out and beats Ole Miss by 10 to 20 points like they should, I think State fans should be happy with our team. I don't think State is looking for a reason to lay down. Okay. Brian Haydad, with they, they, a lack of words, doesn't necessarily agree with you, but we'll see. Yeah. Tim and McGee says, appreciate the great week. Love the show. Tim, thank you. Hope you enjoy your weekend. We hope you enjoy your weekend as well. And uh, you can open the little notes app in your phone, take some notes for winners and losers. <coughs> we'll do that on Monday afternoon. We'll be watching this weekend and hope you will be as well. Uh, it has been a fun week. Covered a lot of ground. Does it feel like when we get back on Monday we're going to know one way or the other about Jackson Dart as it pertains to Ole Miss? Yes. Feels like it, yeah. Because you have to enroll in class soon. By the 31st. That's the drop ad deadline. Well, you would think it would have to be a couple of days before that, wouldn't you? You would think. One would think. Thanks for being with us. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross in the Pearl River Resort Studio. Enjoy your weekend. We will talk to you on Monday. Good night.
Super Talk Mississippi media production.